Good morning. My name is Jay Rosenthal, and I'm the Managing Director of Business of Cannabis. Welcome to the Cannabis Daily Show for Monday, April 11th, 2022. Since 2017, Business of Cannabis has highlighted the company's brands, people, and trends driving the cannabis industry. As always, we'd love to hear from you in the comments below, and feel free to visit us at businessofcannabis.com to see all the things we do. You can also find us on our, all of our social channels, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you're watching this on YouTube, we'd ask you to please subscribe below. A couple updates. The European Cannabis Report, its seventh edition, is available for download now. Information on that is in the description below. You can check it out from our partners at Prohibition Partners. In September, we will be in New York for Business of Cannabis New York, year two. It'll be a bonanza, a two-day bonanza, really, and you can see all the information below. Uh, apply to be a speaker, apply to be a sponsor, and see what we have in store for September. For today's top stories, Massachusetts, my home state, approves new cannabis laws in their Senate, why cannabis sales are growing in Canada, rock wool in Russia, cannabis for pain in the UK. For our first story, the state of Massachusetts, or the Commonwealth of Massachusetts really, is working to approve upon its current legislation after legislation legalization after the Senate approved a set of new reforms, 3920, this in the Boston Globe. So what's new? Well, reduced impact fees charged by municipalities to licensed cannabis companies, allowing cannabis lounges in some limited number of volunteer communities, improving equity by diverting 10% of excise taxes to grants and no-interest loans to economic empowerment applicants. Quote, with this bill, Massachusetts will reclaim our leadership role, carving a path to make equity a reality in the cannabis industry. That's according to Democratic Senator Sonia Chang-Diaz. Lowering entry costs and opening up new avenues to capital will put this multi-billion dollar industry within reach for many talented equity entrepreneurs. For our second story, a persistent narrative that the stress caused by COVID-19 made more Canadians turn to cannabis through the pandemic. Well, that's false. According to two researchers from Brock University and University of Ottawa, this in the conversation. Instead, sales increases should be attributed to the number of stores, which increased from just over 100 in 2018, yikes, to 1,500 by 2021 in Ontario alone. Quote, it's important to understand why cannabis sales grew, because Canadian regulators need to understand the increase was an industry feature, not a pandemic side effect. This is in the report. The federal government, provincial governments should take this into account as they work on adjusting cannabis regulations. For our third story, hydroponic substrate maker Rockwell, which is used by many can cannabis cultivators around the world, explained its decision to continue operations in Russia in a statement posted to its website after critics suggested it should shut down in the wake of the country's attack on Ukraine. The company has four factories employing 1,200 people in Russia, according to the statement, 10% of its worldwide workforce. Quote, we understand that some people disagree with the decision to continue operating, and we acknowledge the strong feelings that might create. But we are convinced it is the right thing to do. There are, of, there are, of course, many considerations above all else, our employees and their families. If we withdraw from Russia, it will first and foremost punish our own people and put at risk the livelihoods of their families. We do not want to do that. For our final story, if approved to move ahead, 5,000 adults could participate in a study examining the potential benefits of cannabis to treat pain. This is in the UK, and this is according to BusinessCan. That's if the 100-person feasibility study goes well. Tony Samios of LVL Health, which is coordinating said cannabis treatment for pain, could be available through the National Health Service, quote, within the next few years. 
We're hoping we will provide the data that the National Institute for Health and Care Excellence and the NHS require to get it prescribed. Absolutely, millions could benefit. Those are the stories we're watching today. Join 12,000 others and catch all of these stories and more in your inbox every day at 7 a.m. Eastern with our Cannabis Daily Newsletter. And for those keeping track, that was episode 65 of the Cannabis Daily Show. Thank you for joining us here on YouTube or wherever you caught the program. And please do subscribe. We'll see you tomorrow.